This is the Weekly 80 Podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org and ESP Media Powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. And as always, we're joined by Anderson AD Chris Newton and Assistant AD Zach McCormick. This time for the Fall Sports Wrap-Up. Gentlemen, good morning. How are you? Good morning. We're doing great. How are you? We are hanging in there just fine. Let's uh, get into it and let's kind of put a bow on this fall sports season. Pretty successful one all the way around for the Redskins across all sports. So uh, let's start on the, on the soccer pitch. The uh, girls, as we talked uh, last week, uh, falling in the district final to Seton 2-1 to one in overtime doesn't negate the, the season they had, you know, going unbeaten in the league, win, winning the CHL. Of course, Carly Steiner, player of the year, Andy Boyd, coach of the year. I mean, this was about as banner of a year for this program as you could ask for. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, they, they had an incredible year, and and we have our awards night coming up on Wednesday night, and I'm just trying to put some things together, and, you know, usually I make one or two points to talk about each team, and it's been very difficult to decide which one or two points for them. There's about 15 different things that I'd like to say about them. So um, it's a great group, um, they, and they put the work into it as well, that's for sure. Andy Boyd did a great job um, putting a plan together, and those kids are some of the best kids that walk our hallways. But um, but it, w- it was an incredible year for them, that's for sure. They struck me as that type of team that even after Carly goes down, it's next woman up, and let's just get in there, let's get gritty with it, and let's just grind out performances week after week. Was that your impression of them all season? Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. They... Um, you know, and Andy, Andy is a is a great coach. He he really is, and, and you know, the very deserving of the Coach of the Year award. And and you know, Andy's best line to me was always, you know, I just don't want to mess it up for these girls. These these girls got it. And and what he would do, he he knew when to put on the put down on the gas pedal, and he knew when to put on the brake for him. And um, those senior leaders. They were just, they were so um, instrumental in the way the year went and, and the way the entire program has gone here as of recently. Um, but it, it is going to be a, a big loss, you know. And I can't remember if I mentioned last week about Carly Steiner, the kind of kid she is. Heck, we unfortunately, we lost on, what is that, Thursday night? We lost Friday morning, or excuse me, Friday afternoon. We had basketball tryouts, and every single one of our girls' soccer players were there, including Carly, in her knee brace and crutches dribbling a basketball. And they, they just want to contribute and help Anderson High School, and it, it is so refreshing to see. Yeah, it's great to see us, the quality kids being rewarded with quality results like that for sure. Great season for them nonetheless. Uh, Zach, on the boys' side, kind of an up-and-down season for the team. It seemed like they just never really got their legs consistently, but you do finish with three guys on the first team all ECC, so that's, that's good to see. But, uh, yeah, just a kind of a tough go for the boys' soccer team. Really interesting season. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting season for them. Obviously, not the not the way that they kind of wanted it to end or to go for that um, for that point. But I mean, our boys they still battled every single day. They got better. They got better as not only um, soccer players, they got better as people too. I mean, we got to see so many of these kids grow on and off the field, which was awesome to see. I mean, they didn't get as um, <clears throat> the results that they kind of wanted near the end of the year, but. I mean, just to see these kids grow every single day and the way that they battle through 
I mean, multiple different strikes of adversity this year was very, very fun to watch. I mean, I just hats off to those kids. They're unbelievable kids. I mean, um, Coach Miller and Coach Lemons are amazing too. They don't they don't just focus on the soccer field like a lot of coaches do. I mean, they really, really care about these kids and try and make them. I mean, make them better people. And Coach Chapman does the same thing there. I mean, I'm just I'm proud of those kids, even though it didn't go kind of the way they wanted to. In my eyes, they still they still had a great year, and I'm proud of them all. Yeah, strong resiliency from this team, and I think to to that point, I think the peak of that was towards the end of the season. You lose the regular season finale to Kings five to one, have to play them again nine days later at Kings in the playoffs, and you turn around and beat them one nil on the same field that they lost by four the nine days before. I think that right there kind of sums up the the toughness of this team. Absolutely. I mean, you're bringing back some fire in me now because I'm <laughs> telling you what, that Kings game, that Saturday night, that was one of the funnest soccer games I watched. I was so proud of those guys to see what they did from the week before, like you said, getting beat 5-1 to Kings, to turn around and be resilient and just keep fighting through like they've done all year, to win against Kings, who's a heck of a program, heck of a team. It was very fun to watch, and like I said, I mean, those kids, those kids fight every single day and every second they're out there. I'll tell you what, that was a fun one to watch and be a part of for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a, a nice way and a nice thing they can take with them going forward uh, into next season and into the future. Let's move over to uh, cross country. We've talked about them as, as the weeks have gone on here on the show. Emmy Stenger, Chloe Callahan for the girls, you know, do big things in the regionals. Uh, Chris, I want to ask you this. With the cr- girls cross country, was one of your personal highlights playing Mudman as they were running through the regionals? Oh, there's there's no doubt about that. There is no doubt. I, I have so much, uh, I get so much joy out of running around and, and cheering those kids on. And especially, you know, all of our kids for the most part are so appreciative. But those cross country kids, oh my gosh, they they can't tell you enough how how thankful they are for you coming and showing up. And and I think you know they got a little chuckle having me having mud all over my body. So, um, but no, that was fun. Next next year, I want to try to slip and slide all over the state tournament. Uh, maybe we can get Zach out there and into the mud and actually have him do some work for you. Would that be all right? No, I'd hey, be much what, appreciated. I'm gonna be going head first through that. You tell me to run through a wall, I'm gonna run through it. But, uh, yeah. So with that, they said girls cross country has a really strong season. As we said, Emma Stanger, Chloe Callahan getting to the regionals. So they had a nice season. The boys on the other side, it just seemed like every time, every week, every meet there was, they're just putting up solid results week after week after week. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and the thing about, you know, that sport I've mentioned before is, you know, you could run your best time in the world and, and not, you know, not finish in the top ten. And that's just the way that sport is. You know, Andy Wolf says you can't play defense. So you you gotta you gotta make sure you you're um you, you're proud of your accomplishments and not worry too much about the place. And I think we had I, I, that last check. I want to say we had like 25 kids that set personal records this year that got better and better and better. And so when you can see that at the end of the year. You know, all your hard work is has definitely been worth it. Yeah, that's that's not too shabby to have that many PRs, but it also goes to show the level of competition in this area. It's really, really strong. Oh yeah, year in and year oh, out. Oh yeah, we had a kid, Alex Kalawak. I'm gonna tell you what I want to say. His 
he improved. He was a varsity performer this year, and I think he improved by like over a minute and 40 seconds from last year. So, you know, it, it's kids like that that had just completely bought into what Coach Lee and Coach Wolf are doing. And we're, we're excited to see guys like that, what they keep doing here in the future. Absolutely. And I think the same would be transition onto the volleyball court. You know, finish 14-9, uh, go down on the sectionals to Milford. But this is a volleyball team. You know, Lauren Olson, her first year as head coach, you, know, you get into the sectionals there, so that's obviously good. But And we talked about this early on here on the fall season of the Weekly 80 podcast, what she's doing off the floor doing the things with the Special Olympics and everything else that Coach Olson is doing. It has to make you excited, not only on the court for what they did this season, but off the floor, knowing what kind of leader you have in Lauren Olson. Well, and it, 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 it's exactly what Zach said earlier about uh, Sam Miller and uh, Mike Slemons. You know, it, it's equally as important in our eyes for our coaches to coach our kids off the field uh, as much as it is on the field. And, um, you know, we expect excellence um, out of our kids and out of our coaching staff in all areas. And, um, and, and that is one thing that she has come in and is just, she has really, really done an incredible job of um, diving into those kind of things with the, the, the Special Olympics. Um, she, she just provided a super game plan for our girls. And we had three incredible seniors that uh, just bought in 100%. And uh, Anna Kime, Carly Caldwell, and Maddie Crone. And uh, they just led the, the younger kids right down the right path. And, uh, and we're just we're, we're super excited for what the future of our uh, volleyball program holds. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it seems so. Zach, looking at this program and the way they operated both on and off the floor, I mean, I have to think you guys are sitting there thinking to yourselves, we hit a home run getting Lauren Olson to come over and uh, coach this team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we know how lucky that we got that Lauren's our coach and um, at the head of the head of the attack there. I mean, she is she's incredible, and she works so hard. I mean, there's not any, any person I can think of off the top of my head that works harder than she does. I mean, she is all in, and she cares about these kids, and she really – prepares to do what's best for the kids at all times. She is, I mean, you should see her practice schedules and her weekly schedules. I mean, I wish I was that organized. But she, I mean, she really is. She's incredible. I mean, she does all the right things. She does all the right things for the kids. And when when your coach is um, that good of a person and a coach, it rubs off on the kids, and the kids want to be, the best people they can be as well as the best players they can be on the court too. So it's it's very fun to watch, and we are super, super lucky to have Coach Olson. Absolutely. Great season for them both on and off the floor. Let's transition to the tennis court. Girls tennis, kind of an up-and-down season, but I, I'd point that more towards the difficulty of this ECC league. You have Walnut Hills going beaten. You have Loveland. You have Bartels doing their thing. But you know you, your team hung tough all season long. There was never an easy match for any opponent that they had all season long, and of course, Lily Ryle, second team, all CC. But that's the thing it points out to me is how difficult this girls' tennis league was in the ECC this year. Oh yeah, I mean, I, you're you're right. I mean, our ECC is is, is very solid in all sports, and, and in tennis, it's it's unbelievable. But you know, they they battled through some adversity. Our number one girl, a four year starter, um, parents got transferred, and and she moved away. 
And so here's a, a little sophomore, Lily Ryle, having to step up and be our number one. And, um, you know, she goes from playing um, second singles, which, you know, she's competing and battling, to then playing against the, the, the big horses at the number one spot. And i got to tell you what, it, it's kind of, it can get demoralizing to you when you go up there and you, you have to play some of those girls uh, that she played this year. And our coach does a great job of scheduling, you know, the best around um, it, out of out of a league as well. And so there were some matches where, you know, she Lily was fighting to get games, not, not just win sets, but get games. And she never, ever let it get to her. And she always learned from it and came back stronger the next uh, the next match, and that really showed up when it when it was in the uh, sectional tournament, and she made it to day two of that. Um, but she she's just a great example how proud we are uh, of our kids. You know, they just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. Jules Susek is another example. She bumped up from three singles to two singles, and um, and she competed like crazy and and did a great job as well. So. We, we're excited about their future. That's for darn sure. Yeah, absolutely. You have every reason to be. Kind of a similar story as far as the league goes on the links, on the girls' golf side. You know, looking at the looking at the numbers, finished 13-5 and five overall record, but fourth in the in the ECC because Kings is there, Milford, Bartels Road. And, again, just so difficult it is to pick up wins in this league. But Megan Bryan, what a season she had. First team All-CC. Also Megan Kozlowski, third team. Again, just pouring in the results week in and week out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, that, you're right. The league is incredible. I mean, Kings they they they're on they're ridiculous watching them play. But you know, Megan Bryan, I think I've said before, there is not a student athlete at Anderson Heart uh, Anderson High School that works harder at their sport than Megan Bryan does. And you know girls golf or boys golf it's not one of the ones that you plays under the lights you know people don't buy tickets to go watch that because it's off campus and it doesn't get a great following but i gotta tell you what she is um she's just an outstanding young lady and like i said there is nobody that works harder on her game um than her and and uh one of the great things is you know we anderson high school has been around for a long time and I, think, I believe she broke two records and tied one this year. And so she's got another year to go. We're excited about her. Yeah, as you should be. I think another year of development, she might even be in the running for the player of the year. She has been. She was that good all season long. Let's move over to the boys' side, Zach. Uh, same kind of deal, finished fourth in the ECC. Some very close results, and we'll touch on those in a moment. But Ethan Lake, ECC player of the year. You have Charlie Kreider, second team. Jake Parrish, third team. Uh, both those guys, I believe, are going to be back next season. Boy, what a season they had individually. But I also have to think, looking forward, you have to feel pretty good about your chances next year to move up to the top of the ECC. Absolutely. I mean, I think our boys are hungry coming off the season and having it kind of end the way that it did. Um, I mean, obviously, it's going to be a huge loss any time in any sport that you lose the player of the year in the league. I mean, and and kudos to Ethan. I mean, the kid, just like Newt was saying about Megan, I mean, he worked so hard at his craft, and it paid off. I mean, he improved his score every single year from freshman to senior year, which just goes to show that he's really putting in the work outside of just the practice times that are assigned to him by their coach. So, I mean, it's super fun to watch. 
obviously with Jake and Charlie, I mean, those are those are two kids that we're very excited about, as in the rest of the team. I mean, our whole boys program um, really really had a good showing all year. So we're super excited for next year and those two guys and the Millers. Um, there, I mean, we're super excited about everybody coming back next year. And Dave Lund does a great job with them. So we're, I mean, we're very excited about our boys' golf team as well. We think that we got a special year coming up with them. Yeah, as I said, you finished fourth in the league. But let's look at some of the the head-to-head match results here. You Bartels wins the league. You head-to-head matchup. You lose by two to them. Loveland finishes second in the league. You lose by three to them in the head-to-head. And then Kings right above you. You finished just two behind for them. I have to think that's going to serve as even more motivation next year for the returners to try and uh, get to the top of the league and win it. Absolutely. I mean, there in two or three strokes every time to, to opponents like that is it's always tough to swallow. And I, I it would not surprise me if the, if some of those guys that we mentioned were out there going right to the putting green after that and trying to make a couple of those putts that they might have missed um, during the match. Because I mean, one or two strokes here and there. That I mean, it can be a three foot putt that you don't take your time on and you kind of just lip it out. I mean, it's little things like that. So our boys are motivated. And, I mean, it's, 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 with how tough our league is, it's always you never like to lose. But when, you, when you're competitive every single time against every team, it, it's, it's definitely a confidence booster. But we're hungry because we, I mean, at the end of the day, we want to win. And next year, our boys are going to be hungry and they're going to come out firing. And I think that we're going to have a great year next year. I think the same thing would apply to the football team as a – Take care of Loveland, sixty-three to eight in the regular season finale to finish seven and three. You just missed out on the playoffs, but let's dive into this a little bit. One of those three losses was an overtime to a very good Harrison team. Another one was a one-point loss to Bartels Road. So you you guys are essentially a playoff team. The things just a couple things just don't go your way this year. What's your biggest takeaway from this team? Um, you got to finish games. There, there's no doubt, and um, you know we can we can. We're disappointed. There's no doubt about it. I know our coaches and our kids are disappointed because those are the expectations um, that they've set for themselves. You know, they, they, they expect to be in the playoffs every year. And, you know, we finished 7-3, and three, and the three teams we lost to made the playoffs. You know, uh, Hamilton made the Division One playoffs. Harrison made the, the D2 playoffs. And Bartels Mo- Road made it, the D2 playoffs. So, um the, the thing is, if, if we would have got blown out of those games, that, that'd be one thing. But we were right in those games, and uh, that'll be that'll that'll be what'll drive our kids, our coaches, and our kids in the off season here to get better. And, and that is to to finish games. You know, you talk about golf, one or two strokes. You know, football could be one or two yards, and um, and that's what'll drive them this off season. That's for sure. Talk to me a little bit about uh, James Camden and uh, the the type of season he had. Of course, he had a monster game against Loveland with uh, over 300 all-purpose yards and five touchdowns. The, the kid just does, as I think we've talked about this in the past, just does anything and everything that is asked of him and performs at every single position. Well, you know, and that's that's kind of the, the, the thing about James is the fact that like a lot of the, you know, the people on the outside really don't know about James. They just see statistics and stuff like that. But James Camden is probably one of the best leaders, um, you know, not only this year but but 
we we have at all, at all here. Um, he's a football, basketball, baseball player. Um, you know, we, we our, our quarterback goes down. James offers to play. You know, James wants to play quarterback. He wants to help the team, whatever whatever he can do. He was playing receiver. So here you got a kid that that's banged up. It's week nine. He's banged up already, and that kid is playing quarterback. He's playing safety. He's returning punts and returning kickoffs. And and when you, when Coach Dreyer pulled him out a play or two, he got mad that Coach pulled him out. And so when you have a kid like that that is just fighting for the team, you know, he's he not doing it for himself. He wants the team to be successful. And, and when you see things like that, that just bleeds down through the program. And the younger kids see that and see what it takes. And, again, he's going to be the kind of example that, that Coach will be able to use for years to come about stepping up and helping the team. And I mean, I just can't say enough great things about that kid. That seems to go across the board through all of your sports. Gentlemen, this is a, a blast talking to you all all season long here on the fall sports season uh, for uh, Anderson Sports, a successful season across the board. Uh, we appreciate your time each and every Monday, and uh, we will talk to you soon and get winter sports going. All right. Well, Jace, hey, you and Rob, i got to tell you, we can't tell you how much we appreciate what you do for us, what you do for Anderson High School, and most importantly, what you guys do for our kids. We, we hear all the time that people listen to this, and um, we, we, we know that there was a huge presence um, when you guys did our soccer games. We just really appreciate everything that you guys are doing for our kids. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys more than you know, and, I mean, everything that you're doing is unbelievable for these kids, and we are, we are happy to work with you guys, and we can't thank you enough for all that you guys do for us and these kids. It's been our pleasure to serve you and the student athletes as well. But and we're just we got winter sports right around the corner. So again, we appreciate the time. That's guys. right. And uh, should be exciting season then when we get winter sports going here in just a little bit down the road. But right now we're wrapping up the fall sports season here on the weekly eighty podcast on AndersonRedskins.org. I'm Jason Griefer, and we've been talking with Anderson eighty Chris Newton and assistant eighty Zach McCormick here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.